0: this is average joe rock and roll i am michael j rock and i am joined today by the up-and-comer uh australian cassidy paris hey cassidy how are you
1: good thank you thank you so much for having me on the show i really appreciate it and Uh, g'day to all the listeners out there
0: yeah absolutely um you know you're you're pretty impressive at, at, at such a young age um I uh, got a chance to look through your bio and, you know, watch a lot of the stuff that you have on YouTube and stuff like that. And, uh, um, you know, you're, I think you're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Um,
1: Thank you so much. That's, that's such such a kind thing to say. And, um, you know, comments like that really, really are really encouraging um to myself and um i feel like I'm, I'm really on a mission here so when i hear people say things like that it just it makes me um want to strive to be my personal best and um yeah i'm really excited about the future and about the future of rock music and i feel like um hopefully i can be that kind of person for the next generation to um keep this type of music alive
0: so uh at what age did you start playing guitar
1: Guitar has kind of been in my life since basically I described to people since I came out of the womb. So my, my dad okay. um, is a guitarist in my band, but um, he's played in bands my entire life. He's um currently in a band called Wicked Smile. Um, but, yeah he taught me to play guitar when I was about five or six um I kind of showed an interest um from the age of two he loved I love telling this story because a lot of the guitarists get like really freaked out and if anything happened in the future where my child did this I would probably be really freaked out by this but I I scribbled all over his um I think it was a, a Jackson Jackson or a Charvel and um it was a really expensive guitar and he was like oh my god she's put permanent marker on my guitar but um that's how he likes to show. Uh, say that I kind of showed interest in the guitar from a young age. And um, I would kind of bop along to him when he would rehearse to his songs and write songs himself. And um, I really did show an interest. So, yeah, I've, I've been playing guitar for a long time now and I, I just love it. I love the bonds that I share with my dad. And it's something great that I, I will really cherish for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, fantastic. So uh, when did you know you could really sing? I mean, obviously, at an early age, you probably were singing anyway, but when did you realize that you could really sing?
1: Um, I don't know. I asked my question, but I think uh, the main thing for me is um to be uh always learning and to be um reminding myself that there's always opportunities to grow. So um I will never stand here and say um, you know, I'm the best thing in the in the world because there's always opportunity and, and growth. And um I feel like I, I really took took on that kind of um I really wanted to be a singer when I was about eight or nine. I kind of showed an interest for it. Um I played uh beat it um at one of my school talent shows and um a lot of the other people or musicians around me were saying you got to get on you got to get into singing you got to get into vocals and I would sing around my house and I loved things like um dio from a young age so I, I was a big um metal and um rock listener And I feel like um, people like Dio and people like Hart and um, Pat Bettasar, they were the ones that really inspired me to um, pick up a microphone and, you know, start to sing and take it seriously. But um, when my good friend Paul Ain came around to Australia for the first time and I saw him live and um, he kind of um, showed an interest in my singing, that's when I began to really take lessons and take this seriously and sit down and had the conversation and knew that this was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life.
0: So Who would you say is your biggest um, influences from a, a musical standpoint and from a vocal standpoint?
1: From a musical, my dad's a huge one um, and alongside people like Paul Lane, um, they've been really big people to, and vocally as well, Paul Lane is a is a massive one for me. He's one of the best um, vocalists I've ever met in my life and um, he's just, uh, I call him the rock and roll Mozart because he's absolutely incredible in, in whatever he does and whatever he pro- produces, doesn't matter what um, genre of music it is. Um, and I, I think there's there's so many female artists um, that I listened to growing up. Like I mentioned, Pat Benatar. Now there's people like Lizzie Hale. And I those were the ones that I really grew up with. They were kind of my time. Um, I'm 20 years old and uh, Lizzie Hale was one that I used to make posters of her in school. So um, she, she was a huge one for me. Taylor Momsen, Pretty Reckless is another big one. Um, so, yeah, there's a bunch of people.
0: Yeah, those are some monster bands. I did watch one of your videos where you had a Hailstorm poster on your wall. Um I've seen Hailstorm, I don't know how many times now and they're fantastic. Um so what is your Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a massive Hailstorm supporter and I have been since I was like 8 or 9 years old. I remember um like the earlier stuff coming out, The Strange Case of was one of my favorite albums of all time and I remember sitting down in the car um, every morning with my dad and, uh, on the ride to school, we would listen to the, the album, um, back to front. And by the end of the week, we would have have finished it. So it's, it's cool to have those kind of memories in the back of my mind.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what would, so you might've already told me this, but, uh, when, what you just said, but what is your dream collaboration?
1: There's so many, there's so many incredible artists. Um, so it's absolutely difficult to pick. um Lizzie Hale would be a be a huge, huge one, like she's just a monster vocalist performer, and i I just I love everything about her personality as well. It's so cool to me and um, yeah, so I, I've got to say Lizzie Hale,
0: okay, so um, I had read on your bio where you um. You are part of a, an organization called uh, Metalheads Against Bullying. Correct. So did you want to talk a little bit about that? Because that seemed like a pretty important organization.
1: For sure, for sure. Yeah, um, I've been working with um, Metalheads Against Bullying and um, I'm an ambassador for them, which is a really cool thing to be able to say. Um, I did experience uh, a handful of bullying um, in my On my high school journey Um, people didn't really understand what I was doing in the music scene um, in in regards to uh, people my age weren't understanding um, the type of music I was putting out there the type of music I was listening to I was always viewed as kind of the outcast um, and I kind of just got to a point where I wanted to own that and um, I uh, kind of the negativity and stuff. I wanted to kind of switch it on its head and um and kind of make this into a positive thing and think about how can I actually use my story for the good. So Metalheads Against Bullying approached me and they said, "Hey, look, we um we really they saw my journey online and um they said we really uh, sympathised with your story. Do you think you'd be able to um, become an ambassador for us and leave um the uh." The owner of um, the company, he actually showed up at one of my UK shows last year. So that was really cool to meet him in person and um, kind of share um, our experiences with bullying. And uh, it's been a fantastic um, eye opening experience for me as well, hearing some other other people's stories. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm very thankful to have that.
0: So um, if people wanted to uh, um, help with that organization, um, how would they go about doing that?
1: Everything's on the metal heads against bullying page. So you can go, I believe they have a website. Um, they have a Facebook page and they have an Instagram page. So you can follow them on all those socials and um, keep up to date with what you can do and how you can help the organization.
0: Okay. Um, so what is your, uh, what is your writing process like?
1: It, I actually spoke th- about this in the interview yesterday. Um, it really does differ um, depending on the song I'm writing. So um, Danger, my latest single, um, was probably one of the easiest songs I've ever written. Um, and it's it's very rare that one of the easiest songs you ever write is one of your favourite songs that you've ever written. So um, Danger started off with this kind of darker riff. I sat down and I wrote it and immediately I knew it was different to music that I previously put out. Um, so I sat down with this riff and it kind of progressed into the chorus. I, I wrote the chorus second. Um, and um I kind of uh, wrote the verses after that and um started off with some lyrics. After I kind of had um a general sense of um the lyrics, and uh, at the time I was seeing this guy that a lot of people were saying they could see red flags, and my mind kind of um, chose to omit those red flags, unfortunately. And I think a lot of people go through that in their lives, so a lot of people can relate to this song. Um, I sent it off to my friend Paul, and he added some really cool touches. And um, yeah, so that's the the history and the the behind the scenes and the making of Danger. But um, yeah, it really does depend on the writing process. Sometimes there's times where you um kind of uh, roll out of bed in the middle of the night because you you have this idea that you need to get down into your your voice memos or there's other times where you sit down and have a planned writing session as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, fantastic. Yeah. The new track is uh, is a really good song. Um um great riff. Um very catchy. Um, I'm sure it's gonna do well for you. So uh you've got a new album coming out in November. Thank you
1: so much. And it, it's a
0: Yeah. Sorry, there's a correct, lag here. Correct.
1: Yeah, and yeah, thank you so much for the words on data. Yes, 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 that's okay. All good. Um I'd be surprised if there wasn't a lag because we're in different countries. <laughs> but um yeah, um thank you so much for the kind words on Danger. I really appreciate it. Um I've had an overwhelming amount of support. Um the the video just hit um 50,000 over 50,000 views today. So, um and that's the first single of the the debut album. So that's absolutely wild to me that um, it's been viewed 50,000 times in under a week. That just blows my mind. Um, but the debut album is something that I've been working on. It feels like um, I kind of describe it to people as it's kind of my, uh, you know, middle, uh, it's kind of like a coming of age record Um it, it really is my high school experience and my young adulthood in an album. so I, i'm I'm really um chuffed to have that out there. It feels like a bit of a diary of my life. So it's um as much as I'm so excited to put it out, it's also daunting because, you know, that's all my life on on one record so um i'm, I'm super excited and i feel like people are really going to enjoy the record we've worked so hard on it and there's um a bunch of cool songs and tracks in in my opinion on the record
0: yeah they say that uh the, the first record you have your entire life to write and the second one's a tough one because there's pressure now <laughs>
1: Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) And, um, yeah, we've, I've already started planning and and writing for the second one. So, um, but yeah, my, my main focus at the moment is the, is the first one.
0: (laughs) So the new album's out, is it November 8th? Is that when it's out?
1: December 8th.
0: December 8th. Okay. December 8th. And is this going to be released on uh, all different types of formats? Vinyl, CD?
1: Yeah, everything, yeah, yeah, well, exactly, everything um, you can basically think of. At the moment, it's just CD. Um, There is a possibility of vinyl, so fingers crossed that um, we make a vinyl of it. Um, But, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited for for people to, a lot of people have been asking for, like, hard copy um, Cassidy Paris um, CD uh, or album to come out. And um, I I have previously had EPs, but... um, they completely sold out so um this is the first thing that people can really get their hands on that's a full cool length so um yeah it's very it's very exciting and um I'm so grateful to be able to do this as such a young artist in the scene and to be able to um fly the flag for not only Australian rock music but rock music in general and um young women in rock music
0: yeah absolutely you know there was uh there was a point in time, I think, where, um, you know, there was a big stigma on, you know, female uh, rock artists. There was almost like an asterisk, you know, and and now, you know, with some of the artists that you mentioned, mm-hmm. Pat Benatar's of the world and the Lizzie Hales. And, you know, I don't know if you can see or not, but I'm wearing a Nita Strauss uh, sweatshirt. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with her. I
1: can uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, you know, yes,
1: I've actually I've met Nita before. She's, um, okay. she's lovely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, she's, she's great. Um, I'm a big Alice Cooper fan. So, um, kind of learned about her through Alice Cooper. Um, but you know, that being said, you know, all of these female artists that um, have come up through and have blazed these paths, there's no asterisk anymore. You know, when you talk about great guitar players, you talk about, you know, Nita Strauss and that, in that same, um, conversation, not as, Oh, and by the way, she's a female. It's no, she's a guitar player, you know, and it's kind of like getting rid of that. Yeah. light. You yeah, know, get rid of that label. You know, you get rid of that label and then everybody's equal, right? So, um Absolutely,
1: so you, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many artists like that out there now and um another big one for me growing up was Orianti. Um she was a huge one oh, yeah. um for me because she was an Australian rocker as well. So, yep. she was a female that was doing it, but she and um it's it's quite rare to to have your Australian um rock musicians um because there's this thing called um tall poppy syndrome in Australia and it's basically where Australians don't want to support other Australians until it com- becomes uh big in uh like elsewhere so um it's a bit of a strange uh saying but uh yeah so that exists in Australia but um Oriante's done uh, a great job of Um, flying the flag for Australian rock music and females and rock. And um, I hope to uh, be like her one day and um, learn from her as much as I can.
0: Yeah, she's pretty incredible as well. I've seen her a few times. I saw her with the Alice Cooper band um, and then I saw her at a charity event. And, um, you know, different type of guitar player than Nita Strauss, but uh, certainly a, a, a monster talent for sure. So you've got some shows coming up. And it looks like they're all in the UK. Is that correct? Oh, you froze up on me there,
1: Cassie. We might have encountered a little bit of lag lag there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I was just asking about your upcoming tour.
1: Yes, we've got um, a, a UK tour. So to be coming back to the UK.
0: you dropped out on me there Cassidy
1: is, is that okay
0: yeah no I can hear you
1: I can't see you now I can hear you but I can see you <laughs>
0: okay I, I can see you and hear you
1: okay perfect um in regards to the UK too I don't know if you caught it in, any of that but um yeah, I'm so excited so, uh, coming back to the UK. It, it's perfect timing actually. Um that we're going to the UK uh prior to the release. Um it just feels like coming back and uh I just I can't wait to be uh to get back over there. It's gonna be absolutely awesome experience. Last time um, on my first UK tour, everyone made me feel so good. each and every show and um i was playing playing to packed out shows and it's just my first ever show that i played
0: oh there you are
1: <laughs> there's something strange going on here that's for sure
0: a uh, half a world away i guess
1: yeah exactly um, I don't know if you caught the 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 tour thing, so I'll I'll, I'll re- explain again. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super stoked to be back there. It's um in the UK. It's it feels like my second home. Everyone made me feel super welcome last time, so it was a an awesome experience, and I feel like it's perfect timing for the album to be out um when it is because uh it's right after we finish up our tour so it's a bit of a, a celebratory um album in a way as well and um it feels just very special that i get to do this for um when the album is released it um yeah just it's very exciting
0: any any uh tour dates planned beyond the uk
1: we're definitely looking into it. That's something I'm discussing with um, uh, both the record company and um, my band at the moment. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, we're, we're looking into coming to – I know a lot of people have been asking for the U.S. and Canada, so um, we're definitely looking into it. I promise I am I am advocating for it. I'm not just going back and forth from the U.K.
0: <laughs> so something that's quite big now in the States are the festivals. Yeah. Um... You know that would be a great way for you to get out there if you could get a whole get a, get into some of these festivals. Um, there's one. Yeah, I-
1: definitely. Yeah. I, I. Yeah, exactly. It would be it would be unreal to be able to, to play some of the festivals. I I know you guys have um some really really cool ones in in the US, and um, to be able to play on some of those festivals with um, some of the heavyweights in the industry um, would just be absolutely unreal.
0: Yeah, we're, uh, I, my wife and I every year go to uh, the M3 Festival in Maryland. Um, that's a pretty big one. And um, we also do... Yeah, a-
1: definitely. Yeah, yeah and that's one... Do-
0: oh, sorry. Go ahead. No,
1: you go for it. You go for it. No, I was going
0: to say we also do the Monsters of Rock cruise. That's a, That's a good one. That's a cruise. That would be a good one to get into. Yeah,
1: yeah. Monsters of Rock is... Yeah, that's that's one I'm hoping to hoping to do in the future. That's for sure. Um, I the bands that have played on that before, like the the lineup next year is absolutely insane. Um, and one of my favorite bands of all time, and I toured with them in, when they came to Australia last year. Um, Heat is on the bill next year. Um, and uh, they are one of my favorite bands. Like uh like Hailstorm, it's Hailstorm Heat and a bunch of um other artists but uh yeah those are probably like my two two favorites and he and as much as they're fantastic world-class musicians they are just the nicest guys ever and um to tour with them was a, a blessing and uh, i'm so grateful to be able to have that experience under my belt
0: eric Gronwell was in that band right
1: yes yes now it's fronted by um kenny lacremo and um yeah, he's uh he's someone that I still speak to this day, um to this day after um being on tour with to him, with him and um is just the kindest, kindest soul ever. But Eric gromwall I have also met Eric, and he's um absolutely unreal. Um, my dance band, I get Smile, played a show with um Skid Row, uh earlier this year in Australia, which that tour is a- another thing that um is going to be rescheduled but yeah because he he felt ill unfortunately but um yeah he's definitely one of the best singers and performers i've ever seen as well
0: yeah i know he's had some pretty serious health issues um but i myself have seen skid uh has have seen uh, skid row since he's joined and um i've also seen skid row with all the other singers that they had in the band and i think they finally got the right one um you know the other ones are okay i agree uh, uh, I Eric Gronwells he's a great front man. Um, he sings the Sebastian songs um to the letter um you know and, and hopefully he he's healthy and hopefully he he sticks around because uh, I think Skid Row has got a bright future if he stays in that band.
1: I think so too. Um when they announced that um Eric Romwell was going to be the singer of um Skid Row, it just it made my heart burst with happiness because I felt like it was just the perfect fit. Um Eric, I really wanted to see him um in a band again as well, um after the incredible fight um like he was just absolutely uh awesome in heat so i was so excited to to see him in skid row as well and um after overcoming uh the cancer and everything it, it was just really cool to see him take on um this opportunity and to, to do some really cool cool shows and um something really cool with the album
0: yeah for sure um So, um, any other future plans, uh, that you have coming up that you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, I, 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 like I said, um, touring is definitely a a huge thing that's going to come for me in the, the next couple of years. Um, fingers crossed, um. So I'm I'm really hoping to get over to the states. That's um, that's the the next plan. Um, there'll will be uh new music out as well. But the debut album is out on December eighth, and I couldn't be happier. I'm, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, it's just it's just been an absolute whirlwind. Um, not only the last week, but um, since I announced signing with Frontiers Music. Um, It's just been incredible to see the response and have so so many people that are on my side and, you know, are looking forward to um, my learning, my learning and my growing and on my journey.
0: So I I was impressed by my, I I believe it was, I know it was, it was your uh, video for danger. Um, I was reading the comments below and I noticed under the comments below, you were answering each one, you know, which is pretty cool because most people don't do that. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, I rem- yeah. Well,
1: you know what, like, um, and I speak about this, um, quite openly a lot. Like, I, I just, I feel like, uh, I don't even like calling people my fans because I just, I feel like there's a sense of um disconnect in that word. But, um, I, I like calling them my family and my friends because. Um, they they are really the people that support you the most and they um, make you the artist that you are. So um, it blows my mind every time um, I see artists not... Um you know, concentrating on forming connections with their fans and listening to them and hearing their stories and, you know, um speaking to them after shows because it, it literally is one of my favorite thing in the world, um, things in the world to do. And um yeah, any way I can possibly connect with someone that's um, overseas, whether that is play a show and speak to them after the show or connect with them online, I'll um, go above and beyond.
0: So- Two of the people that you've talked about is uh, Lizzie Hale and Ronnie James Dio. And um, I remember a story, you probably heard this story, but you know, Lizzie Hale tells a story about being very young and opening up for Ronnie James Dio. And um, there was a moment after. Where, um, you know, they were, I think they were in a trailer possibly looking out over, you know, a bunch of fans waiting for autographs or whatever. And, um, you know, Ronnie says, See all those people out there," she said. "Yep," she says. Remember one thing: you're not going to remember one of them. Every one of them's going to remember you, and you got to treat them that way.
1: Exactly, exactly, and I couldn't agree more. Um, I I actually have heard um Lizzie Hale speak about that. I think that was not long before um Ronnie uh passed. If I if I'm not correct, if if I'm correct on that,
0: right. um.
1: But yeah, that that just such um. Some wise words because it's so important for us to, to take that on board and. Um, you know form those connections and listen to their fans and you know um, listen to their their people that um, you know creating this amazing journey and um, amazing life for them like, I, I am so grateful to the people that are on my side because they've enabled me to you know really do in life what I aspire to do as a young girl you know um, when I was five or six all I could have dream about was doing what I what I am now so I could um, I'm forever in debt to them
0: yeah no that's great um you uh so far you've got an incredible story and you're going to continue to grow on that incredible story um and uh you know unfortunately we are coming to a close here um it's been great having you on today You know, maybe uh, when the new record's out, if you want to come back on and discuss that, that would be great. If you'd like to do that, I'd love to have you back. I lost you it just
1: seems to be jumping out on us in the right time doesn't it
0: right right yeah no like I, what i was saying was uh you know if you wanted to come back on after the uh new album is out and uh talk about that i'd love to have you back it certainly has. absolutely been-
1: yeah yeah we'll tee up the time and um we'll make it work absolutely yeah thank you so much for having me on the show um now and i really appreciate um all the people that are listening in to it to a young artist that has this dream to you know, um keep this music now um, to me as well i really appreciate it
0: absolutely and with that i am michael j rock i am a rock fan and i've said